1: the money. That's
2: what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This
0: is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN.
2: First bet wants you to get in all the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code Vegas1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit v slash horses for details. Bonus code Vegas1000. Joined now by Gary Washburn, Boston Globe, NBA, National rider. We get to game two tonight with the Celtics and the Nets. Celtics lane three and a half in game two, and he's kind enough to pop on with us today. Can you take us through that electric atmosphere and what it was like and what you can compare it to going back in all your years covering the team?
3: Well, yeah, it was just a, a, a raucous atmosphere considering um, the importance of the series. Obviously, two teams – uh, not a normal first round series, obviously not a normal seven seed. Two likely future hall of famers on the net side, uh, all the star power, uh Sunday afternoon game, game one. And then the, the, the buzzer beater is as loud as I've heard the garden in, in several years mm. because of the hype, because of the intensity, because of uh, Kyrie Irving being on the other side and, and because uh the Celtics, you know, outplayed them over the last 40 seconds as a three-point lead for the Nets. Uh, it it seemingly, They seemingly had the game sealed when Kyrie hit a three-pointer, about 45 seconds left, and then suddenly uh, the Celtics just made all the plays down the stretch to, to steal that game. So, yeah, just a totally lost, exciting atmosphere like the NBA Finals, like a Conference Finals because of the two teams and how important this series is to both teams.
2: What are you expecting tonight? Then I mean, it was a day game. Now we we have a night game and plenty of time to pregame.
3: Yeah, uh, it's going to be the same, if not bigger, because you know now I think the fans realize that one Brooklyn's not going to they're not going to be this this team that lost a lot of games without Durant. They're not the same team as as you know the team that's a seven seed. They are a formidable opponent. Um, They're going to need the Celtics will need all the support from their fans, and I think that there's a confidence that they were able to pull this game one out. Well, they got to play better in game two. So Mm -hmm. I expect just as much of an atmosphere uh, because this is a key game. If the Celtics go 2-0, then they take control of the series. If not, it's a split, and then Brooklyn takes home court advantage, and and the Nets take control of the series.
2: Udoka made the comments about being an assistant with the Nets. I know a lot of these guys and what makes them tick. How important do you think that may, is? And, and do you think there's some truth to
3: the comments? Yeah, I mean, obviously, he was a guy who watched these guys closely. He was all through that that uh, run to the conference semifinals last year, you know, when they lost to the Bucs in seven games, uh, that Kevin Durant shot that was on the line. He was there for all that. So he knows how to scout and what – the strengths and weaknesses, and how to be physical, et cetera, with guys like Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Now, it doesn't mean that that's going to work, as it didn't work with, with Kyrie Irving the other night. Thirty-nine points, just you know, got loose on the three-point line. It did work with Kevin Durant, but I think that it, everybody expects Durant to be way better yep. than he, uh, game one, more assertive, more aggressive. And I do think he's going to get some 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 high amount of free throws because. I think he let the officials know, hey, these guys are are, are a little too physical with me. So this new crew, I think, will respect that and give him some early calls.
4: Follow the money here on v the Sports Betting Network, Gary Washburn, our guest from the Boston Globe, Celtics and NBA writer um, there. So, Gary, can you take us back to the final game of the regular season and what the conversations were like uh, with the players and the coaches and around the whole team with the decision to actually go forward – and win that final game when they had a chance to maybe duck the Nets and they said they embraced it and they were okay with playing Brooklyn in the first round?
3: Yeah, it was just tricky because they lost to Milwaukee, and then, the, you know, and then the Milwaukee also um, wins the next game, so it looks like the Bucs are headed for the second seed, but then suddenly the Bucs decide they're going to arrest a bunch of guys, and Cleveland wants to get that win. So the Celtics had that was the game started before the Celtics game was an afternoon game. Celtics game was an evening game, so that counted out getting the number three seed, right? That was that if with if unless Milwaukee won that game, and I think Cleveland jumped out to some type of like a thirty-four to thirteen lead or something. It was pretty evident that the the Bucks were going to lose, and the Celtics were not going to get the number three seed. So it was either. Two or four? Do you want to play Toronto, or do you and have the the you know mandates for the vaccination and maybe a player to not able to play and play a very physical team because I think the Toronto team we've seen against the Sixers just that wasn't the team the Celtics have seen this year. I'm a little surprised they played so poorly. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you want to play them, or do you want to play the Nets? And I think something. And then it was also where if Philly, if Philly won, it, it was the same time. So if Philly had lo- lost, I mean, it was just one of those things where they needed to lose that game and decide right from the beginning they were going to lose, uh, mm-hmm. and they just didn't do that. They played well. They played their guys, and they, I think they decided to play it on through. The timing wasn't right, um, and I just think they just said, you know what, let's just take on the, the, the challenge of the Nets. Uh, over trying to play a very athletic, rangy Toronto team, that's not the team we've seen in the first two games against the Seventy Six. So I'm a little surprised at that. Mm-hmm. I think the Celtics said we rather we rather play the 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 team that's a little older, longer in the tooth, and take our chances.
2: Are we going to see Williams at all return for this series?
3: I would say, if anything, later in the series, maybe Game Six or Seven, if it goes that far, we'll see. I mean, his progress is looking good right now, but they're not going to rush him back. This is a, a guy who's not you know, one of those guys who can play through a lot of injuries. He's had a lot of knicks and knacks in his career. He's their future. So they're not going to bring him back and risk any further injury. Um, they're going to make sure he's sound and ready to go. So if that's like another week or so, that's what they're going to do. Because I just think that they understand this is not a, a, a kid who has had you know, been able to play through a lot of pain and been played productively. He's been beset with a lot of little injuries, you know, hippodemans and sore knees. So you got to make sure he's right. You don't rush him out. It's not a Willis-Reed situation uh, for the Celtics, okay. I think, a week or so.
2: So so part of this, is, and you alluded to it, has been the atmosphere and how raucous the crowd has been in the back and forth with Kyrie. So having said that, would you bring back Ben Simmons in this series? And also, what is your confidence level in the Nets supporting cast? I know Dragic made comments about we can't let Kyrie play like this and Duran and it goes to waste.
3: Yeah, I I think the Nets have enough capable players to make it. A, I mean, you got Seth Curry out there, but he, he had a couple of early shots. I think he scored nine points in the first half, and then he got quiet. Dragic always kills the Celtics. So if I'm Steve Nash, I'm giving Drogic as many minutes as I can, as long as he's physically able out there to play. Uh, I didn't hear much from Patty Mills. He had one shot. He just seemed like he was kind of just out there. Um, You know, and then you're talking about, do you dig deep into the bench or LaMarcus Aldridge, or do you pull out Blake Griffin? You know, that's the thing. The Nets bench, the non-Durant minutes, the thing that's discouraging from a Nets fan is that the Nets, won the non-Durant minutes in game one, and they still lost the game. Usually they're terrible when Durant's off the floor. Mm -hmm. Against Cleveland, Cleveland dominated those minutes in the play-in game. So the the, the Nets have to figure out how in the world to play better or play just as well with Durant off the floor. You can't play him 48 minutes. You can play him 40 or 38, but you can't play him 48 minutes, especially with two days off. You can play him a good amount but you've got to be able to be more productive uh, with him off the floor. Uh, they did that in game one and still lost the game. So, you know, their bench does need to step up, though. There's got to be somebody besides Kyrie. Yep, Kevin. for sure.
4: Uh, Gary, uh, quickly here, we have like a minute left. Prediction then in game two tonight. Do you think the Celtics take a 2-0, 2-0 series lead?
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, you can lean toward that. I, I think that they make some adjustments and play a little bit better. I think you see more from Jalen Brown. Um, Tatum didn't go nuts. He had 31, you know, uh, which was which good was good and a nice game. But I think Tatum is capable of a bigger game. And I think they make those adjustments. I don't know if you see 39, that special Kyrie, uh, but I think it's going to be a nip and tuck game. I can't say whether that. Obviously, the Celtics did not cover in game one. I would not bet them to cover in game two either. But I do think that they get a, a nip and tuck win.
4: You can follow him on Twitter. He is at G. Washburn Globe. You do a great job covering the team in the NBA, Gary. Thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate that.
3: Hey, guys. Thanks a lot.
2: Thanks, Gary. I would absolutely put Claxton on the free throw line tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm on board. It, it, it's such a tough environment and, and difficult to not. He can't knock down free throws to begin with and then clutch free throws. And also, it takes away shots and possessions and rhythm for KD and Kyrie. You cannot. Uh, in my opinion, uh, Ben Simmons play in this series. I would do the exact same thing. I think he would melt. Uh, and the other thing, they were the best team in the NBA since the All-Star break. The thing that could get the Celtics is just how it played out. You might have to go six or seven to beat the Nets. Then you would have to take on Milwaukee and then maybe Miami. Mm-hmm. And that that just might be too much to overcome because of that. Yeah.
4: I think I'm going to bet the Nets early in this game tonight. Because Durant is a stone-cold killer in the playoffs. I like him over. Yes, I, I think yep. he's going to have a bounce back game and potentially go nuts in this contest. I, I don't know about Kyrie; he's too unpredictable. But I think the Nets come out because the players for the Celtics are going to be going to be so jacked up, which can be a bad thing at times. Yes, they took bad shots in game one. Yeah, and I think the Nets yes. maybe first quarter. Nets for the first half will be two yep. plays I make in this game tonight. So uh, it is. Follow the money here on Vsin, the sports betting network. Again, the email is ftm at We're on Twitter at vsen live at Mitch Moss Radio. And at Paulie Howard up next, this is going to be big for the NFL. And one of the biggest questions, how will this impact live betting? That's coming up next.
5: The
2: Sports Betting Network. We're all in for the draft next week in Vegas. Special draft preview show this Sunday, 6 p.m. Tim Murray, Sean King will break down the first-round prospects and props. Brent Musburger on, Michael Lombardi, Mike Golick, and his son. Visit the draft preview, excuse me, decent draft preview special this Sunday, 6 p.m., exclusively right here. And download the NFL Draft Betting Guide for Just ten dollars vsin.com slash draft for more info vsin.com slash draft. More info, okay. So, how about this news uh, that
3: picked
4: up a lot of steam over the weekend? Looks like it's going to happen. The likely landing spot for NFL Sunday ticket is Apple.
2: Should I be nervous? Should, I be, should we be worried? Well, why? Uh, how's it going to work? Is it direct TV? It's just bam, everything right there. The everything AMX, right there. piece of cake. Is this how much does it change things with Apple? Well, I think you just
4: fire up the Apple app on your TV, uh-huh. and then you're going to be able to toggle through. and I'm guessing that they're going to have many options on there. Um, I would trust Apple to make it a really good product. Um, I think Amazon is going to kill it with their package as well that they have for Thursday night football. Uh,
2: i but I'm a little scared though. I mean, this is—I don't know anything about cars, guns, stereo equipment before back in the day, and all this stuff. Apps, I don't—you know—download oh, well, this, watch it here, put this connected here. I'm—I have no idea. No clue. Can, can you toggle no. through the remote at your home and,
4: like, search apps and put those, install those on your that, TV? Yeah. Are you good at that? I can get that done. Okay. Then it should be a pretty simple process because all you do is just log into Apple TV then with your account. And once you're in the Apple, it's going to it's gonna be, I think it's going to pop up as one of the very first and things It'll, that it'll appear just see. appear like that. It'll appear like that. And and it'll, it'll be, it, it'll it's be a like Ted Lasso morning show when there's a Sunday uh, ticket.
2: Okay, okay. Uh, well, the other thing is, too, about the rude awakening coming up this Thursday with Amazon. Yeah, like Where, oh, where's you're, the game? What's oh, that's well, you, you, put it this way. Every
4: sing- they could send out reminders to every human being on the planet and send like alerts on your phone, right? Like it's an amber alert. Hey, re- reminder! Beep, beep, beep. Thursday night footballs on Amazon. People are going to be like, "Where the hell do I find the game? I can't get it on Channel Three tonight." What? That's going to be a problem.
2: Well, doing it and also being lazy is another problem too. About oh, I am not going to download this and now it's away and wait to get that. All of problems. Oh, sure, but, sure. But the the it's Chernoff tweet about in play. I don't think it's a big deal because, again, we've talked about this like the last month. I cannot believe how far behind we are now. We are like 60 seconds behind the actual game with what you're watching in the actual game. And the in play, well, the the feed that they have too. I mean, Sunday's a perfect example. I got the Celtics game on, but then it's going to run into the, the other game coming up on TNT. TNT's got the pregame show on, but I have that on mute. So I'm watching the finish, and out of the corner of my eye, I see Barkley go crazy. I'm like, well, well something happened. And then 30 seconds later, there's the buzzer beater sure. from Tatum because Barkley's jumping up and down and going going crazy, waving his hands when uh, Tatum hits the buzzer beater. Well, you are 60 seconds behind as it is right now. You're talking, and what do you have? In play. And you're talking about, no, no, I know this, but you're talking about like, just cable TV? Yeah, but, that, yeah, but that's, I'm, I'm telling people, if you're watching a game, and then you go to Yahoo or ESPN, you can sit there and do play-by-play. You're like three or four possessions behind. We saw that with March Madness, too, about how far behind you are with what you're watching compared to what's going on, and if you you use your phone and you're looking at the play-by-play and what's going on. Well,
4: certainly, like, if you stream stuff, and I stream a lot of games, you are behind by a good minute, maybe sometimes 90 seconds. But I think if you so you have regular cable. This is regular. So yeah, this is that now, regular. I think the best way to do it, unfortunately, is you have to go back to like the almost like the bunny ears and pulling in like the local stations that you have when games are on yeah. that kind of network or
2: cable television. Wow. Now we just pull in like that. You're going to have like a 13 yeah. second delay, maybe tops. Adam's tweet and it, it ties into a lot of things. And I was just going to have, it's going to be uh, commercial or pass. Oh, well, this is a good, yeah commercial or pass it, you can't it's, right? It's going to
4: become. So this is exactly what Adam shirtoff tweeted. Adam Sheroff. Awesome on the NFL. Joins us every single year in the betting space. He's very, very good. He tweeted out, What happens to in-play betting when NFL Sunday ticket moves to Apple TV and uh, data feeds are 60 seconds ahead of the stream for every NFL game on Sunday? That's going to happen if it's not already in most spots where you're going to be watching games. And I think that, like, look, I'm this is really obvious at this point. I personally do not and I cannot bet games unless I'm watching them. But... It's turning mm-hmm. into now where you're going to have to wait for a commercial break like every single time, because you don't know exactly how far you're going. Because you're right, if you track a game on your phone, on a Yahoo app or sports alerts app, and you're watching the game at the same time, they, they a touchdown could be scored, and meanwhile they're looking at a third and three, and you see a running play on TV, and you're like, what the hell is happening? They got one more, and then they no. go
2: for it on fourth down, they score a touchdown. No. And a good point earlier too about is, this was this way a couple years ago. Maybe it's still true. But if you would watch the game on non-HD, that yep. the, you, you you were ahead. Y- yes. You were right. ahead of right. the feed. It's like, oh, wait, goal in hockey? Oh, bam. Oh, this here comes a long, Roethlisberger back to pass, touchdown. Oh, or at least it's going to be a bomb. Sure. The guy's going to score. Oh, I'm ahead. You know, they're behind 30 seconds. Right. It's wild. Right. If you actually go, I think the best
4: feed that anybody can get on a game is to actually go out in your car, turn it on, put on the local radio station carrying a game that night and that's going to be real time what's happening but then you're also listening to the game and you're not watching it but if you listen to satellite radio that's also going to be behind a little bit you have to listen to like terrestrial radio here to get real live like time you know play by play as it's happening otherwise now with any of the feeds that you're watching and this is going to be big now on apple uh you are talking about
2: probably a 60 second delay yeah I know how much it pisses us off that would what, what they try to play it off as live on uh, Red Zone. Like, wait a second, that touchdown was three minutes ago. Sure. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And you're, they're passing it off like it's live. Yep. Oh, let's go to Cincinnati. Burrow back the pass. They, What's they scored happen five here? minutes ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's an issue. Yeah. That's a problem. Interesting. So. Good. What do you think tonight? This is wild. You touched on it earlier. Philly and Toronto. Again, you're 93% best of seven in the NBA uh, when you're up 2 nothing. Philly is plus 29 from the free throw line so far in the series. Okay, Does that continue
4: tonight when they go back home and maybe, sorry, go back to Toronto now, Yep. and maybe the Raptors get some home cooking
2: here finally? If Embiid continues to be this dominant and aggressive, uh, I don't think there's anything they can do. I don't think it'll, now plus 29, the first two games, I don't think it'll be that egregious. Uh, But also, they've had a tough whistle, and Nurse called them out after game one, and it, it also didn't work. And Embiid said, quit bitching. But the other thing is Toronto underdogs for the game. Toronto favored first quarter and first half. Correct. There you go. Uh, Looking at around a half a point.
4: It was one yesterday. It was one, so it came down a little bit. Mm -hmm. So this morning, again, it could be at some spots, but I'm looking at uh, minus a half for the first quarter, minus a half for the first half.
2: And the same thing is true in game three, Denver at home to Golden State. Golden State favored, yet Denver favored Golden State for the game. Denver favored first quarter, first half, because this was a sick run the 0-2 angle bet the team first quarter, first half at home, uh, game three, and it was 21, 22, whatever, but humans run down the numbers yesterday. It was ridiculous. And you just saw the how they, the bookmakers adjusted, and now it's been a, a bad run the last year or so because it's, there's no value. It's crazy yeah. now well, how, if, how they're adjusting. Of the teams that are
4: down 0-2 now and playing in a game three at home, the Raptors, the Nuggets, which one are you more likely to fire on?
2: Uh, or see, pass.
4: Hawks. Pass Hawks. Pass Hawks, another one. Yes,
2: yeah. I, I can't do it. They are, Philly is... I left them out for a reason. But. Okay, Philly is 136 points per 100 possessions in the first two games. Yeah, but that, that's, huh. that's, I mean, tough. It, that's really <laughs> tough to continue. Yeah, well, here, well, here's the thing. Here's what they have to do. It's flipped now, because he's not the same player that he was in Brooklyn and definitely not Houston. You are correct. Their second best player is Maxie. Harden, you have to make Harden score now. He's been great facilitating and getting guys involved, and he had 14 assists in game one. You have to make Harden and drive and finish. You have to. Mm-hmm. And they were actually giving it to him, and he was no, because, You know, Harris has been great, and Bede was great in game two, uh, but it, there's there's four or five guys that can score on the Sixers, and I thought it was a good job by Doc to get Danny Greed that many minutes because you don't have Fiebel. Well, Fiebel only played 10 minutes in the blowout of game two, but make Harden finish, make Harden score, okay? The other thing is, but the Barnes is doubtful. What do you do? You don't have a bench to begin with, and Nurse only trusts about four guys on a team, right. as it stands now, who you have. Well, put it this way. I, I will not be
4: surprised for one second. If we come on the air tomorrow, and we're recapping this game, and the Raptors, like all three things could happen, right? Raptors cover the first quarter. The home crowd is electric, um, and it doesn't go that well for the 76ers in offense, and maybe they're not getting all those calls. They're also, you know, the Raptors have a halftime lead, and or if they win the game. All three of those things could happen. Doesn't yeah. mean I'm going to bet it that way. Yeah.
2: Doesn't mean I'm yeah. going to bet the game. You might be right, but on these two, these two examples here, I just think there's just a, a big difference, and I'm, I'm I'm surprised. I am surprised how, how Philly has bombed them in the first two games. Yeah. But the Barnes injury, the Trent illness, uh, what's going on with Young, and, and putting Embiid on Siakam was another great move by mm-hmm. Doc in Game Two. It, it it just right now they're they're. And in hard, I love hard and under, too, by the way. 20 and a half, points, and a half a points. But that's... no. I, I think they're, with these injuries and and a, and a short bench, even with thigh ball out, I don't think Toronto can do it. I definitely, but you have to love the way the Warriors are playing. And the, no supporting cast with Joker. Okay, great. But that's... I'll answer my own question.
4: I'm going to go Nuggets. I'm going first quarter, first half, and probably for the game with the Nuggets. I think all of those players that went nuts for Golden State at home... Different story on the road, and the players who did not step up to help Joker yeah. in the first two games, they will play better
2: at home. The first quarter should be high scoring. The first two games of the first quarter went under. That shouldn't happen. Yeah, Jokic hes going to win. He's winning the MVP again. Yes, they're not going to get swept. I don't
4: think. Okay. I think they're taking one of these games at home at least against uh, Golden State to make it somewhat interesting. Here, it is. Follow the money on vcent the sports betting network.
5: v the Sports Betting Network.
4: Back on the program, this is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, as we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. We'll continue talking NBA in tonight's big game three up in Toronto. The Raptors now hosting the 76ers, and Jeroen Weitzman joins the program now. Um, NBA writer Fox Sports, also author of the book Tanking to the Top – your own. thanks for the time today. How are you?
5: I'm okay. I'm okay. A little later than it is on your end. So I'm guessing I'm doing better than you guys. Yeah, yeah. No
4: no <laughs> question. No question. Uh, before we get into to the Game 3 tonight, uh, a question about your book, again, called Tanking to the Top on the 76ers process. Uh, and I'm sure you've talked about this so many times over the years, but I, I would love to get your perspective on this. The biggest mistake they made during the process, and I'll throw some picks at you. Jaleel Okafor, third overall. Knowing what we know now, Ben Simmons first or Markel mm. Fultz first overall, and I'm not even going to include trading Mikel Bridges, who they took tenth overall. His mom works in the city, or Michael Carter Williams at eleventh.
5: Uh yeah, the Bridges one is—I mean, that's a, i mean, that was yeah, that was, that was by the way, that was just we know not to go down complete memory lane, but that was in that middle at the uh, that intermediate time when um, Brian Colangelo post Burnergate before the Sixers had a GM. <laughs> So Brett Brown was running the team basically, but really a minority owner um, was the one who was making decisions there. And had pushed for the, uh, the trading in Mikhail bridges, um, which is always interesting. Ah, I'm going to go to me. It's Julia local for, right? So false. I try to be fair in my uh, all criticism, but especially draft criticism. And the false thing is, um, you know, everyone except daddy age, basically had false as a number one pick there. Right. Um, and, and assume that Fultz would be this great player, a really good player. Um, and he had sort of a, um, we'll say a short-circuiting instead of a meltdown. I'll be kinder. Um, so I'll be, uh, to me, that's different. Um, to me, it's really all four because they already had Nerlens Noel and Joel Embiid. Um, they, there was some red flags on all Um mm-hmm. That was I think last pick. Um, it's unclear or how, how, you know, they, the Sixers themselves didn't necessarily love him. Um, they kind of figured he was just the best on the board, and maybe they trade somebody. It was not a guy they really wanted, so that to me is the one that uh, was the biggest mistake. And then Okafor struggling there. We don't have to re- go over the whole book, but Okafor—the picking of Okafor basically was what led to Sam Hinkie's outing, right? Because mm-hmm. he had issues there, and there was the uh, the drunken fight in Boston, and that's when the league got involved, and that's sort of the uh, that's sort of the string that undid the whole thing.
4: Fair enough. Okay, so then what are you expecting tonight? Uh, as this series, uh, series now shifts back to Toronto. And of course, Nick Nurse upset with the calls the 76ers have been getting. It's been a parade to the free throw line, but a lot of contact down low with M B. Do you, do you expect his dominance to continue tonight? Um, and do you expect um, Maxi but- to continue to play like this?
3: So
5: I expect they'd be dominance. I mean, like Toronto, they don't have a big man, right. which is what they're really good at. And, and against... Let's say twenty eight teams in a league, that's a good strategy. There are two guys, Jokic and Embiid, who who punish you, right? every other big man in the league, like if, if you're playing Memphis and they want to feed Stephen Adams in the post over and over, you'll say, God bless you know, that's okay. Um, Toronto doesn't have a big man, and bead is as good as anyone in the NBA right now. And not only do they not have a big man, but they're sending three bodies at him to him at a time. That's gonna lead to fouls. He's really good at drawing fouls, means they're not cheapies, right? It's like the way Embiid gets hit is not like the way James Harden gets hit. Um, he's drawing real physical contact down there. So I would expect, I mean, I know Nick Nurse is doing his thing and trying to lobby officials as much as he can publicly. Um, we'll see how that continues to work. Um, maybe the free throws go down a little bit. But yeah, uh, I would expect Embiid to continue going to the line. cyball um, not playing is going to be a huge difference, a huge issue. The sixers. The thing is, we don't know, like, who's Scotty Barnes. What's his? I gotta look. I don't remember what his latest update is, but between him and Gary Trent Jr., it looks like he's recovering from some sort of <laughs> illness that you know we've all been there. Um, I, I don't know. I think Toronto's in trouble here, which I know is not a hot take, but just it's, it, it's t- still he looks great. Toronto, uh, looks a little iffy. They're gonna ride Van Gleeden and Siakam. I don't know, like, can you play those guys 40 minutes a game and get this get that much out of them? That's gonna be tough. And you asked about Maxi, and Maxi's fantastic. I just had a story go up on uh. You know, do a little plug, but you can read it about Maxine. Like, you know, you hear stories about athletes working hard, and he is one of these guys who works harder than everyone. The Sixers had like these blackout days, preventing him from going to the gym because he was going in too much. And his ability to play alongside Harden and alongside Embiid, and he's a great shooter, and he gives them these fast break points which they didn't have before. Um, and he kind of just he adds so much, and I think he's going to be the key here. As Harden maybe doesn't look like the James Harden of
2: old. Yes, excellent point. So, if they're going to make a deep run, it might have to come down to Maxi, and he has to be consistent because Harden is not the same player that he was even in Brooklyn, and, he, and he's not scoring. So, as, as a facilitator, is that good enough? And can they make a deep run? And what do, you, what do you can Harden turn this around? I mean, the game plan tonight has to be let Harden try to score and make Harden finish. If you're Toronto.
5: I completely agree with what you said, right? And I'd be honestly surprised if they didn't do that. Like, to me, the the, the way you play hard now is you kind of go up on him, you switch everything on his pick and rolls, and you you don't help, right? He wants to find those shooters in the corners. Tobias Harris, who's been fantastic. Um, Danny Green, he wants to kick the ball around and make him finish and go into contact and not even go for the foul, but make him actually go by you and finish strong in paint. And I would be surprised if that's not the strategy. Um, So, yeah, it's not like... We were talking about this before before we went on the air. Um, Harden has the skill set. Okay, so in terms of the burst, like the burst isn't there. Is this because he's aging? Is this because of the hamstring? I don't know. I guess we'll see more next season. But it's clear it's not there right now. He has the ability to adjust because he's such a good passer, and he's so smart, and he's still a good shooter, and he can manipulate the defenses. And you see some of these assist totals he's racking up. Um, The question is, is he willing to do that? And, you know, what he's so good at, if you watch the games, you know, he'll take... Pull the defense one inch in the wrong direction, hit Maxi, and Maxi, you know, catches the ball like he shot out of a cannon and drives to the hoop and breaks down the defense like that, right? And you can you can do things like that. Um, it's going to be interesting to see now a day a couple days of adjustments how Toronto adjusts and how Philly attacks those Toronto
2: adjustments. Well said.
4: Yeah, fair yes. enough. Assuming for a second here that the Sixers go on and beat the Raptors in this series, and the same is true mm-hmm. for Miami against the Hawks, and they meet in the second round here. Um, early prediction on what you would like there with Philadelphia and Miami playing in a seven-game series.
5: Yeah, I think seven games. I don't know. That's a that's a really that's a really good series. And we saw Jimmy Butler yesterday. Well, at forty-five. Um, you know, again, uh, Miami has. I know Bam's not a center the way we think of, but he's been, but he's. They got more size with guys. PJ Tucker like Miami has the bodies to match up with Philly. The, Miami's issue has been half court. Offense that's been their issue throughout the season. Um, the Philly, the Sixers, half court—you can exploit them a little bit in the half court. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, I don't know. I guess I'm supposed to this is a Vegas show, right? I'm supposed to pick something. I don't know. To me, it's a seven game series, yeah, right? That's fair. Really evenly matched.
4: Yep. You can follow him on Twitter. He's at Your Own Weitzman and read him at Fox Sports. Your own, thanks for the time today. Enjoy the game tonight.
2: Thanks, guys. Thank yeah, you. Be good. Yeah, good point about you, the burst isn't there? Is it because of the the hammy, the the injuries, uh, the age? How about out of shape, too? Yep. I mean, you're a professional basketball player. You run. You're a basketball player. I mean, what's that diet? He's coming in with the front porch. Well, he's herky-jerky. That's jerky. why Durant was so pissed at him, too. Yeah, I think he waddles up the court a little bit more than what? anything else now. Yeah. 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 But it, it, he's 9-26 to 26 so far. And I, I, like, I like under 20-and-a-half tonight. But that—that's got to be the well, game. Well, here's the thing: like, if, if, how, goes how, for, if he goes for 30, 35, God bless you, that That's how you have to do it if you're Toronto. Right. How
4: will the Raptors neutralize Embiid? Right. Because isn't that your thought behind this? Oh, like, they're, they're not going to stop him down low because they don't have the guy or the guys to do that. Right. So Embiid, in theory, should still go off or be the center point, the focal point of the offense, meaning that Harden's going to just let it, uh, you know,
2: leave it up to him and Maxi to beat him. Ah, uh, you're drawn dead. You—you you just pray that they miss. Because if you're going to collapse and send all those guys at him, he's a solid passer. So I just whip it out to Harris, Green, whoever. These are wide-open yep. threes. Mm-hmm. And then Harden also penetrating, but then you, you, you collapse. He's kicking it out. Let him go to the basket. Make him earn it. Make him go to the basket and finish. I don't think he wants to do that. Yeah, sometimes
4: I really feel like I miss my calling, by the way. And I feel like I should have been a talent evaluator. I, I do vividly recall that. Everybody except Danny Ainge had Mark L. Fultz going number one overall.
2: Good point. Everybody. Well, not only that. I, I, not I'm, only that, uh, he, convinced, he convinced the Sixers that he wanted Fultz. So not only did they take Fultz over Tatum, they gave up a pick.
4: Absurd. Yeah. The whole thing. Automatically, coming out of college that year, to me, it was a no brainer. Tatum had to go number one overall, and it wasn't Fultz or Lonzo Ball number two, it should have been De'Aaron Fox number two. The Lakers should have taken De'Aaron Fox number two. Forget about Lonzo Ball. I know where he's from, Chico Hills, whatever. De'Aaron Fox killed him in college and was, he was a better college basketball player and translated better than the NBA than either one of those guards. I did not get the fascination with Markel Fultz. I, I didn't get it. He was very athletic. Good for him. Yeah. I, watched, I watched Tatum that year. Just And I, they got beat in the second round by South Carolina. But I thought Tatum just, he popped off the screen. It was a no-brainer You had to take him number one.
2: Mask job. Yep. The oh, other thing, boy. too, man, when you go back and look at this, I don't know if it's the be-all, end-all, but I think you should be able to – you have to win something at college, too, maybe. Bolts and Ben Simmons, they, they, they couldn't even get to the tournament. That team at Washington was terrible. Yeah. Which No, they were off. Uh, yeah, But and, and that's, Ben yeah. Simmons couldn't even get to the tournament.
4: I mean, yeah, and I think he found a way – yeah. I. There were red flags on both those guys, I thought. Fair. Yeah. Uh, Up next, getting plenty of reaction, by the way. Uh, Good tweets, good emails on the Thursday night broadcast and what bars across the country, Pauly, could look like if they get Apple TV. Don't sleep on that. Travesty in America. Yes. And uh, Wo just comments about sports betting and unruly fans now because of it. It's coming up here and Follow the Money Decent, the Sports Betting Network.
1: Offer valid on select AK systems sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
4: Hey, it's
3: Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for
1: it,
4: Boy Meets World House. Take a listen
1: we are lucky
3: to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay!
1: Thank you. Thank you. When those those legends get here, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) You're here.
5: This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network.
2: If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRivers has you covered. They've launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. Great reaction. Great yeah. tweet so far. Okay, Excellent.
4: And it goes to Apple TV potentially winning the rights for Sunday ticket in the NFL and also the Woj comments, which I'm I'm sure if you didn't hear, we played them an, an hour ago. It also went viral yesterday, talking about how sports betting is changing things and how fans um, act at arenas. But this is from Iowa Pete, and we've talked. If you if you've been with this show in Vsin since like the inception back in 2017, this really took off right out of the gates, and we warned people across the country. Like when you go to a, a sports bar, right, and you want to sit there on a, on a Saturday and watch college football, you walk into any sports bar across the country, including here in Las Vegas. With 30 TVs, eight of them will be on Fox News or the Weather Channel. And zero people inside that entire place will have any no idea you. how to get the games on. Put the game on. What game? What are you talking about? What channel? Well, I don't Where know how to on? get that. I don't know. Is it a, it's, it's what do so, you have? It's so frustrating. Do you have dished cocks? I don't know. Yeah. No, I have no <laughs> idea. My manager's not here right <laughs> now. i not going to be back for a while, so I'm sorry. You're going to have to I watch guess. it for Like, what? Okay. Uh, this is from Iowa Pete. I owns a bar. I'm going to have to hire a full-time person on Sundays just to find games on TVs. With Sunday Ticket on DirecTV, I can hook several TVs to one feed. How is this going to work with Apple TV, Amazon, and others? Is it going to have to be a, a different like a remote for every single TV where you then go to the app and then turn it on that way?
2: If so, uh, good luck. I yeah. Uh, I'm an educated man. I can't speak intelligently about this subject. I, I don't know how this is going to work with this Apple business. And in the bar scene, I mean, he could be right. He's probably right. I mean, direct TV, you just, you you don't think about it. I mean, you just just put it on, bam. You want the Bronco game, sir? Okay, 752. There it is. There it is, bam. Or you just, the game, I just watched the game mix too, which I love. The game mix is great. You got got eight games at the same time. Right. Um, uh, T. T Gable Sports. There's a reason Veteran Stadium had a jail cell and a sitting judge during Eagle games. And it wasn't because of gambling. Was long before pass. Buffbell. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Mister Woj, uh, big man from New Hampshire, lifelong New Englander. I can say Kyrie's safe, uh, lucky that he's uh, that it's mild. Celtic fans, uh, it, it'd be a big difference if he played for the Bruins or the if a former Patriot, and this happened. Interesting. Okay, I know that we thought we discussed the pecking order there before with Boston sports teams, and maybe okay. a passionate more uh, Celtic difference between a Celtic fan. Patriot fan environment, Bruins, what have you? Right, that's uh, yeah. Let me that that that's definitely part of the story tonight. And Brian Mahoney will be there again. We'll talk to him coming up with the Nets side. Highest rated first round game since 2016. Well, the anticipation for the series is off the charts. We got other tweets too about they were at the Red Sox game. There were there were bleep Kyrie chants at the Red Sox. I I saw the
4: videos yesterday. So did I. So at the Red Sox game, they're doing that. Yes. Yeah. That tells me sports betting had nothing to do with what happened on Sunday. Then at game one of this. Uh, Series. This is from Tim in Lancaster, who tells us on an email that he's a priest, and he likes to wager. Says, we're so right, alcohol and group dynamics, mob mentality, has more impact Mm -hmm. on bad behavior at sporting events than gambling. He's been preaching about the danger of mob mentality his whole ministry.
2: Yes. I will agree with him, outside of Boston. For the people on ESPN to say, "Cough, you saw him in public. Would you say that? Yes, they would say that to his face. Sure. Have you been to Boston? Yep. I mean, come on. And by the the way, there is something to strengthen numbers. All these people are with me. We're all cheering for the same team. It it,
4: it, it, Honestly, it does. And I don't know if I'm going to sound old here. It also ties into like TikTok and other outlets for social media where people just they think they're stars and some of them are huge stars on social media and they can say to, you know, whatever they want to
2: these athletes and get away with it. I'm stunned. Or they're trying to go viral with it anyway. Yeah, I, I am stunned. The other thing, too, is the social media aspect. I mean, this is just how we treat each one another now. I mean, I, everyone's so sensitive, too. That's another, you know, whatever happened to sticks and stones? Uh, I mean, you tell me I suck. Okay. All right. maybe I did that day. I mean, I had a bad show, whatever. But I don't understand. I'm not going to come back at you. How dare you? You, you, you? Insult you and tell you to bleep off. And I can't believe the commissioner of the NBA is allowing this to happen. I mean, this absolutely could backfire. Number one, could we see something? It only takes one lunatic, right? It only takes one, and this guy's pouring gasoline on the fire. So hopefully nothing happens during the series. Uh, but the other thing is you're allowing these guys to come back at innocuous stuff such as "you stink" and calling the guy a b. Okay, problem solved. If they cross the line racial, family, we've seen it. Uh, you're gone. Escort them out. And Westbrook's done it several times. But this, you know, going after the fan, throwing stuff, uh, cursing at him. The Kevin Durant business earlier this year. Take over the game, KD. Shut the bleep up. And it's only a $25,000 fine? Come on, Adam Silver. I had this conversation in person, in person,
4: to somebody two days ago about how they need to toughen up a little bit. You've become way too sensitive. Because they were getting upset over the mildest of, you know, statements or stories that just like you're really, you're really grasping now. You're really reaching. You're trying to get outraged over nothing. It's not there. I'm like, you need to really change your outlook because everything now offends you. And I'm like, that's not possible. It, it's Anyway, it's a totally another story. This is from uh, Stretch on uh, Twitter. As a gambler, you have to accept that you have no control over a million variables, officials, turnovers, weather, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Twitter gives the illusion of control in the world because everyone has a voice, a dangerous combination, especially for new betters. And that's where I think, again, it goes down to the combination, first and foremost, that the number one is, it's the worst thing is alcohol. And I think, you know, we're, we're seeing like everybody agree with that. And we could all admit that. Then you tie in exactly what Stretch Runner was saying. Twitter changes things, the videos and uh, you know, t- to new sports betters could be a thing as well. I-, I did agree with Woj there a little bit on that part of it. Like we we just assume, or a lot of people like in this space assume that everybody gambles every single day and they pay attention. No, not the case. There are a lot of people out there who are brand new to gambling, and uh, maybe they've gambled like in March Madness pools or on a, you know get a Super Bowl ticket in their hometown bar or whatever. Right. They're not they're not placing bets on a daily basis.
2: Well, the other thing too, I mean, what is the come on, Woj? The guys. Most people are betting $50 on a game, just want some fun, you know, get escape from reality, alleviate boredom. You know, it's not like very few people are sitting there, give me $2,000 on a prop or whatever. Right. Or, or give me $2,000 on this matchup. But, mm-hmm. um, okay. Um, more on the Apple TV topic. This is from AJ.
4: G- good email, com. The only reason I still have an antenna is for in-play betting NFL. Wow. The antenna is as close as you can get to live action. Very true. <laughs> Cable satellite is next, and streaming yeah. is about a minute behind. Can only live bet on commercial breaks if you're streaming. But thousand yeah. percent accurate in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. So AJ still actually still has the antenna to watch games. I don't blame him. I don't. I think, what is that between like seven and thirteen seconds? I
2: believe with the delay. It was alarming this past weekend. Well, actually, it goes as I said earlier. It goes back to March Madness, but you just realize how big of a delay you're on now between the the feed that they have in play and then what you're watching. And even what you're watching on when you're following the score and play-by-play play on Yahoo, ESPN, take your pick. Yep. You're like Two, a minute behind. Yep. Two really good it's sports like three possessions. discussions today. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah you really. This is from Jeff in Vancouver. You're bang on with the alcohol uh, effects on crowds. The incidents that happen in front of kids, many at their first pro event, are indescribably horrible. It's never had anything to do with betting.
2: I hope... You know, it's, it's, it's several angles, too. It's like, you know, maybe the insecure fan, something going on with him in his life, is what he does comes out, hey, I'm going to do this, I'm going to scream at this guy, feel better about myself. Why does Kevin Durant care what Joe and Des Moines thinks of him? Mm-hmm. This is a guy, one of the best players to ever play, making a ton of money, and he's got burner accounts. It doesn't make any sense. Why are you tweeting back at you You're doing burner accounts, tweeting back at people. Mm-hmm. Who cares? I, I don't understand it. But, the, you know, to each his own. But that's just, I don't, I don't get it. Football Talk with a story this week saying that
4: uh, they will still offer Sunday tickets to bars on satellite. Football Talk had that story. And from it, it says, DirecTV okay. holds the Sunday ticket rights. Well, we know this through 2022. And the quote is here, we've previously heard that the winner of the Sunday ticket package possibly would be able to sell a sliver of the satellite rights either to people in areas that lack high-speed internet access or to bars. That's still part of it.
2: Yeah, there's a lot to it. Well, get ready because it'll be happening right off the bat with what's going on here with the Amazon. Uh, that's with, coming uh, up with this Thursday year. night. Yes, yes. that's with this Thursday year, then night. followed
4: potentially by Apple the following year. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to have to figure that out because otherwise, again, with the current state of how apps work, like imagine how many employees at a bar are going to have to be there. Oh, hold on a second here. Give me. Is this, is this the remote for that TV? I need yeah. this remote. Everything's going to be different. You got to log in on every single one. The, the, the Iowa owner is right. DirecTV, you can hook it up to one feed and change a channel. Way easier. Uh-huh. So they have to figure that part yeah, out. Piece uh, of cake, yeah, yeah. That is, yeah. Yep. Guys, right, follow the money here on v the Sports Betting Network. We will spend some time on uh, today's Major League Baseball card coming up next. He is tied for the highest war in all of May, uh, Major League Baseball, and he is scheduled to go on the mound tonight. We'll tell you who it is coming up next. WORK.